Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of 1 Timothy, Paul writing to his uh, son in the Lord. And we saw in the last episode, in the fifth chapter, in the first three verses, I think we covered the first four verses, that he gave Timothy some instructions. He told him not to sharply rebuke anybody, really. Not to sharply rebuke an older man, but treat him like the father. Not to sharply rebuke a younger man, but treat him as brothers. Not to do so to a woman, but treat her as a mother, a younger woman, as a sister. And in all of it, to be pure of heart, in all purity. He does not say that there's not a need to rebuke. He says, do not sharply rebuke, okay? There is a time for correction. And he actually addresses this some over in 2 Timothy later on, uh, to have a, a gentle spirit with you in correcting. Correct gently, okay? Then in verse 3, he said this, honor widows who are widows indeed. <clears throat> so he's told to honor widows. When you, you hear that word honor, it has different connotation. It literally carries this idea to, to fix a special value to, to realize the specialness of it, and nearly the idea of revering them. So honor widows who are widows indeed. So we see the beginning of an argument that there are widows and there are widows indeed. There's a distinction between the two. And so let's look at that. Verse 4, the sentence continues. But if any widow has children, or grandchildren, they must first learn to practice piety in regard to their own family and to make some return to their parents, for this is acceptable in the sight of God. So what he's telling Timothy and telling the church is that if someone is a widow, but they have children or grandchildren, it's the children and grandchildren's responsibility to take care of them, to practice piety. And he says they must first learn to do this of primary importance, the first thing is to learn to do this. Take care of your own family. Don't look to other people to take care of your family. You're actually giving a return to your parents. And people say, well, it's your grandparents, not your parents. In the Hebrew mindset, in the, uh, the world mindset then, and even today, grandparents are parents. Okay, It's just a generation removed. So it's really the responsibility of the children to take care of the family. And then he says this, this is acceptable in the sight of God. This is what God wants. This is the way that he's designed it. And we have, as I mentioned in the last episode, we have pretty well messed up with all that. Okay, The church has absolutely abdicated that role and that teaching and that understanding. And we depend upon man-made governmental entities to do this to the detriment of society as a whole and particularly to the detriment of individuals. And it's not pleasing in the eyes of God. Well, he continues on with it. Verse 5. Now, she who is a widow indeed and who has been left alone has fixed her hope on God and continues in entreaties and prayers night and day. So he's helping us understand who a widow indeed is. A widow indeed is somebody who's left alone. They may have children. They may have grandchildren, but they're not nearby. Okay, they're gone. Either they move somewhere else or whatever it may be. They're gone. She is alone. She has decided to fix her hope on God. Now, in our society, we may go, well, why doesn't she go out and just you know, be a greeter at Walmart 
or something like that. Well, we are blessed that you can work into a later years of your life. And I think that we need to. I've noticed that most time when people quit working after a little while, they die. You know, you want to keep focused. You want to keep doing something. Nothing wrong with a change of pace. We usually call that retirement, right? But, you know, you want to keep pressing into life. What this is, though, in this society particularly, there was no hope for them. Nobody would hire them for anything. They could barely get food. They'd have no shelter or anything. So he says one who's been left alone like this, they have fixed their hope in God. And they continue in entreaties and in prayer night and day. They pray night and day. Their hope is in God. And God answers their hope through the body of Christ, through the church. There's actually a great example of a widow indeed. I bet you've already thought about it. Over in the birth narrative of the Lord Jesus Christ, when they bring him into the temple when he's a little baby and Anna comes up, Anna, who had been a widow like 84 years, and it said that she continued night and day in the temple in entreaties and in prayers. It's the same phraseology right here. And she was a widow indeed. She'd married and been married seven years and her husband died and she lived as a widow apparently 84 years after that. There's some interpretation about the length of time, but it was a long time. She was a widow indeed. And so what Paul is saying is, take care of these widows indeed. We have a role and responsibility because she's putting her hope in God and God is using the resources that we have to meet their needs. The next verse, though, starts with, but, but she who gives herself to wanton pleasure is dead even while she lives. <coughs> I think Paul was addressing some things that we've already seen a little bit and we'll see more as as we just go through, we've actually seen a lot here in First Timothy now that I think about it. Remember the group of women that were causing some disruption and some things? There seems to be some understanding that some of these were widows, okay? And they were going about and they were flaunting about uh, with their fine clothing, their fine gold, their fine hairdos and everything. And still, they were expecting to be supported by the church. And they were going about in wanton pleasures, and uh, that's exactly what you probably think it is, <laughs> okay? They were pursuing things they should not have been pursuing. So what Paul is telling Peter and what the Lord is telling us is that we do not support widows that are like this, okay? Actually, what we do with them is you speak the truth to them and say, hey, you need to quit sinning this way. You need to repent and get right with God. You know, It doesn't mean that you go about drab and black the rest of your life. I'm not talking about that kind of thing. But no, the wanton pleasures, he said, if you give yourself to wanton pleasures, you're dead already, even though you're still alive. The widow, indeed, though she's struggling, has no even support from day to day, fixes her hope in God, which is the ultimate support, because we, as the body of Christ, are to support them and to help them. Now, lastly, people will say, well, what way are we support, supposed to support them and help them? Well, in any way that there's a need, whatever the need is. Are there times when the little widows and things might try to take advantage of stuff? Sure, sure. Humans are like that. There's, time, there's times when they'll come across wrong. I need this done. I need this fixed. I need this. Okay, yeah, a little unappreciative, perhaps. But that's when we're forbearing with one another. That's when we're loving with one another. That's when somebody that's a friend of theirs might even say, hey, you know, you might be a little thankful and grateful instead of bossy. <laughs> No, but it does not keep us from doing what we should be doing, which is meeting the needs. It may be providing food. It may be providing shelter. Uh, you know, the, the portion of the body of Christ that I'm around in, in this community is very good at this. Very good. I heard one other day, uh, uh, 
this isn't exactly a, a widow indeed, but it's someone who's in, in need and limited an ability to do certain things. And they just needed a very simple thing done, and they call the men of the church, and the men go do that very simple thing. Okay, and a lot of times it's just you know come clean out a ditch, come trim the hedges, can you mow the yard, can you replace a light bulb for me? I can't get up on this ladder, you know that kind of thing. You know, that is pleasing to the Most High God. And I tell you what, there are men and women that are called, and their greatest joy is to be able to hope uh, the help like that, because we are uh, the hope of the Lord in the flesh. Well, again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for your time, and I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.